More people than ever are questioning the value of higher education. We're here to explore why they're right, why they're wrong, and which institutions are rising to the challenge. I'm here with our analytics consultant, Dr. Jacob Bonney, and the football director of operations at Texas State University, Haley Blocker. Welcome. It's so nice to have you, Haley. Thank y'all for having me. I'm so excited to be on this. So we noticed an article from Corridor uh, where you said you'd always wanted to work in sports. Would okay. you share a little bit about your career pathways, you know, that, that college to career pathway, and what guided you along the way? Yeah, so I'm from a really small town in South Texas. Um, And so like any other small town in Texas, football was always life. And so I grew up, my mom was the principal. And so I was stuck at school, whether I wanted to be or not. So I would literally go out to football practice every single day. And just, I was around the coaches 24 seven. So I just grew up in that environment. And then I played sports my whole life. So I played basketball, ran track. And so just, I really truly feel like being involved in sports, you're just those characteristics of leadership and work ethic and teamwork, those are all instilled at you at such a young age. And so I've always, I've always had that in me um, and been able to reflect back on that. So going into college, I I knew I wanted to work in sports, um, specifically football. I just didn't know at the time, like many young women these days, like if that wasn't even an opportunity. Um, And so I had gotten to college and I just started sending out a few emails and they let me come up here and start working the front desk. And I'm telling you, like, I thought that was the biggest deal ever was just answering the phone. And I took that job so seriously. Um, And then they let me help out with more recruiting. And then I kind of got into the operations world and realized that's what I wanted to do. But again, it was just getting that opportunity in my undergrad. um, And I was literally up here every minute that I wasn't in class, but that's when I learned that that's what I wanted to do, you know, and I loved it. Um, so again, I think it was just showing my work ethic and what I could bring. And then um, a few a few months before I graduated is when our head coach had gotten hired. Um, and so I just kept doing my thing and working up here. And then I ended up getting an interview with him. So that was kind of my quick story. Um, and I know that it doesn't work out like that for everyone, but that's why I think it's just so important for our generation. Like if you can figure out what you want to do, like get involved, like specifically in college, you know, Um and start making those connections and try doing things outside of school that are more towards your career. Yeah. That idea of, you know, um, high impact practices, whether that's internships or, you know, work or, you know, student leadership positions um, is is really critical, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, nowadays. I think there's a lot of students who uh, are looking for those opportunities. And and so anything that you can do to to get involved and engaged early in your, your college career certainly seems to Yeah, that's why I tell like, and I think it's so important, like, obviously, your education is very important, and you need to do all that. But it's about who you know, as well, right? Um, Especially in this profession. And I think the more you reach out to people, and I'm I'm doing my part now, because I was in a lot of these younger um, people's shoes of just trying to get a um, opportunity. And so I talk to at least two or three people a week um, that have just emailed me and trying to get an opportunity and just advice. um, And that's what I tell them is just continue to reach out to people like people want to help you, you know, like you're going to have some that don't respond, but those few that do reach out to you, like you're going to get some of the best advice Um, and then you're going to have that connection with them. So that's why I always just encourage people like the worst answer you can get is no, you know, so I think you just keep um, asking questions and learning and just um, showing them that this is what you want to do. Can you tell us a little bit, maybe from the inverse, what are some barriers that you experienced uh, along your your path and and perhaps how did you rise above those barriers? Yeah, um, for me specifically, I've been very fortunate enough that I haven't had anything just 
outstanding that's happened to me. I've heard, I've had friends that I've heard different stories of just being the women in the room and things like that. But I owe that, um, my situation to coach Babbitt because I've never have ever felt like the women in the room or felt different or that my opinion didn't matter. And I think that that's, that leads from him, um, and just the staff that he has here. Um, but I just think in general, right. Like I think of course you're always from some people you're going to get, Oh, she's young or, Oh, she's a woman. Um, she can't do this or she doesn't have the experience like some of these other people do. Right. But I think for me that that's always, like I said earlier, just what my parents instilled in me and what sports did, right. Like life is not going to be perfect and you're always going to have obstacles and you're always going to have people telling, you no or doubting you. Um, and it's just how you respond to it. And I think the more that we as students just prove to them. Right. And I think that if you show your work ethic and you show what you bring to the table and you show that you can provide something um, that's beneficial to the team, then they're not going to question you and you can accomplish any goal you want to. But I think it's just, again, how you carry yourself. Um, like I went to the women in football career forum and in Indianapolis, the NFL puts it on. And I thought it was like the second year that they did it. Bruce Arians um, was there and there's probably five other GMs and head coaches in the NFL. And I think them taking a stand on women being in football and them starting to hire women. And some of my good friends, like one of my mentors is Sophie, who's the director of football operations for the LA Rams now. And I have another friend, Katie, who coaches in the NFL. Right. And so you see it more and more. And I think now that it's kind of grown into what it has, people don't question it as much. Um, but it's definitely something that you're, I think is unfortunately going to always happen, but I don't think it's necessarily just because you're a woman. I think it's if you're young or your experience or whatever the case may be. Haley, in the same article, Dr. Barty mentioned, you tell the story of when um, Texas State football head coach Jake Spavadol asked you to take on the operations role. And you said that he believed in you more than you believed in yourself. So can you share with us a bit about this and perhaps why it was important for you to have that belief from, from your coach? Yeah, um, that was a very surreal moment for me because that's coming from a head coach who's done it at the highest level, you know, and I, I think it was just for me. And maybe that was a time of myself um, doubting myself, which I didn't think I would ever do, you know? Um, but to hear that come out of his mouth was like, wow, like he wants me to succeed. He wants me to be great. And I knew that he wasn't going to let me fail. And that just shows the type of person again, that he is. Um, and just, and that's why I continue to learn from him on a daily basis. And I want to continue to do that because just to have that support support from the head coach and knowing that you can do it. Um, and me, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I knew I could do it right, but it was just hearing it from him. Um, and just to be put, cause I wasn't expecting to be put in that role that early. That was honestly like, in my mind, that was my goal, my end goal at the time. Um, so to just kind of get thrown into it, but like hearing it from him, like, I'm not gonna let you fail. Like you can do this. It just really meant a lot to me. I mean, it gave me that confidence that I could do it. And I think that that just, shows a lot and you got to find people like that. And that's the type of people you want to work for. Um, so you mentioned earlier, you know, how you've sort of helped mentor and, and coach others who are interested in uh, mm -hmm. pursuing, you know, positions like yours. Can you talk to us mm -hmm. a little bit about career development during college and perhaps where there might be some gaps in terms of gender for students today? Yeah, I think you got to get involved. And in, for me, um, 
I was, like I said, I interned up here, but I also, I was president of the exercise and sports science organization for Texas state. So I try to get involved as much as possible, right? Like that wasn't necessary. That was my um, degree. That's what I studied in school. And then I became, I made connections with professors. And to this day, these professors are some of my good friends, right? And it's crazy how it all kind of works out to where some of these professors, are the ones that come and talk to our student athletes when we get them on campus. So, and now I have that relationship with them, but again, it's getting involved in, it's reaching out to people. Like I'm telling you before I graduated, before I knew I was going to get the job here, I had probably sent out like 200 emails just to different people in operations. And I was not asking for a job. I was not doing any of that. It was strictly asking for advice, kind of what I studied. I'm about to graduate any advice, kind of how you got to where you are. And I'm probably 15 people out of the 200 responded, but I was able to get on the phone with these people and then ended up we met at a conference or whatever the case may be. And now I always had those connections. I think that's truly what's helped me um, get my foot in the door because people talk, you know, and then if there's an opening, they're going to have your name in the back of their um, head. So I think it's just not being scared to reach out and try to get involved and don't ever feel like you're bothering people because like for me, like I want to help people, you know, like I will never be ever too big for that. Like I, I was in their shoes too. Um, and everybody has to start somewhere. I would just suggest like try to get as much experience as you can under your belt, specifically towards what you want to do in the future. What advice would you give to other women who want to break into male dominated career fields like yours? Um, I would just, I, I would just say be confident, right? Like that's where I've always just had the mindset of like, we provide just as much, you know, I never go about it as like, oh, I'm the woman or, oh, this is going to be weird or different. Like, I think if you just approach it and have that confidence about yourself, then you can accomplish anything you want to. And so I just try to encourage to women, like be confident, right? Like we bring something to the table that's very beneficial. Um, and as, and you can prove that, you know, there's no difference. Um, and I think we bring, we bring, or there's a difference. I think we just bring a different mindset to different things and organization and things like that. Um, but I think it helps too, you know, like getting, um, getting in touch with other women. Like we have a group message. There's a group me that there's probably 200 women in this group me, which is really cool that all work in college football, you know, and it's, Hey, we have an opening at this school. There's going to be a director of on-campus recruiting opening coming up, like send me a resume, you know? So everybody's always trying to help each other out. Your story really speaks to a couple of key topics um, in workforce development right now. One is the power of networking uh, yeah. and the, the importance of intentionally you know, working on building those networks, expanding your networks, making connections, and then ultimately leveraging those connections, but in an authentic way. It sounds like you, you know, developed actual relationships with faculty members that you then can later utilize to help other students uh, be successful. So that's super cool. Uh, and then part two to that, I think, is, is what you talked about, about getting involved, the high impact practices, the internships, um, the work experience in college. So. Those are both super critical topics right now. And, and I think your story really speaks to the importance of both of those. 